0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Well, praise the Lord. How's everybody doing? Man, I'm excited you guys are here. Excited everybody's watching online. I know there've been some of you guys are simulcasting wherever they're at. So praise the Lord! I'm excited about that, and I, I'm just—I'm just really wanted to share this. Um, I really felt like um, I really wanted to share this in, with an audience. Sometimes you guys uh, pull really helps. Sometimes the stuff come out easier. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just preaching on a screen and doing stuff like that, that's great when we have to do it. But how many of you know? Praise God when you can have an audience that's pulling. It's a lot better. Amen. And I really believe these divine truths. You know, you know, somebody be watching this thing ten years from now. That's what I believe. You know what I mean. And and whatever we release, you're going to get it tonight. But it's important that we're in the in the env- environment where we can learn more about this. And I wanted to get it out. And I think it's really good. And then we, we'll talk more about it as we go in in the months to come. I think it's really important. So we'll, I was going to. We'll take the offering at the end. You know, during special services, sometimes I like to do it a little different. Um, and then I'll give you some announcements, and we'll do all that kind of cool stuff later. But. um I really felt in my heart, you know, towards the end of last year that we were going to have a financial summit for uh, two days like this where we could just talk about what God thinks about harvesting, what God thinks about increase. Um, I think we have to almost get renewed in our mind to what God has said about it. And a lot of times, um, you know, the church, the, not, I don't even want to get into it, but like, you know, church sometimes is like, oh, you know. Let's steer away from that. No, let's steer into it because it's really important. I feel it's really timely now. And I really want you guys to really start um, seeing this different thing. And when God gave me this, it was kind of like I felt like, man, I got to teach this to the team because you guys need to hear this. Because we've been, we've been, we've, we sow. We also, sow. You guys have been sowing from the beginning. You guys are sowers. You know what I mean? And we're givers and we, and we do what needs to be done and we do all that. And then God started showing me the other side of it, which piece I didn't put together was the reaping side of it. Nobody really talks about the reaping side. Everybody talks about the sowing side, but we don't have time to take sometimes to talk about the reaping side. You know, everybody's like, sow your seed and we're gonna sow and we're gonna keep sowing and all that. And then the Lord, the Lord started like helping me see this. And I, there's some really good teaching out there um, that I was kind of like got around and then all of a sudden I was like, hmm. And then God started downloading more of it that we don't talk about the reaping side. You know what I mean? We always talk about the giving side, but we don't talk about you got to go reap it. A lot of times we think it's up to God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some scriptural proof that goes, wow, hey. And what I think happens is you, you start taking your faith and wrap it around this message and you almost start becoming a magnet to reap these harvests. Now there's, a, there's definitely a spiritual law that is involved here through faith. You know what I mean? Because we don't run around with a sickle, you know, running out in the back and, you know, cutting down brush and all this stuff. Like, we got to realize this, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, it's the same principle as giving, you know what I mean? It's like, sowing is a faith principle. You know what I mean? You're like, thinking I need money, but I'm giving money away. This doesn't make any sense. So just like you have faith to sow, these next two days we're going to get faith to reap. We're going we're to start expecting things to happen and not waiting for God because God's not the one who does that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's our responsibility to reap. Does that make sense? So I think we're gonna see it from this other side. And I think if anything it's gonna do, it's gonna make you proactive in your faith to start increasing because God has seed that you sowed already laid up. And now you're gonna start looking for the opportunities. And I think your faith, what it'll do, is there's going to become a divine attraction based upon revelation to give you access to something you didn't have before. Another level of reaping. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Well, like this, like, okay, how did you get saved? Until somebody preached it, you didn't have faith for it. Right. How do you get healed? Somebody's got to preach it, and then you get faith for it. How do you feel like your life can change? Somebody preaches it, mm-hmm. and then what do you do? Like principles this week were seed, right? right. We are talking about a seed. Now you got faith for it. Well, we're going to talk about reaping, and guess what's going to happen? Faith comes by hearing, hearing about the word of God. So you're going to implement this side of your life. Like, I'm a reaper. I'm not just a sower. And We're going to look at the Bible, and it's going to be, it's going to be really good, okay? So let's just look, King James, Galatians 6 and 7. And I, I just want to look at this. We're going to learn, we're going to learn about um, how to harvest, let's say, okay? How do I harvest? What did God say about this? And you all know what it says in Galatians 6 and 7. It says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also what? Reap. Reap. Okay? For he that sows to his flesh of the flesh shall reap corruption, but he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall what? Reap Reap if we don't faint. Mm. As what? We therefore have opportunity, let us do good in all men, especially them of the household of faith. It says, "If you want, don't be weary and well doing, for in due season you shall reap." Amen. God's not going to be mocked. So once you start understanding the system of heaven, is this? How many of you know due season takes time? Yeah. You got to understand something. A lot of times, everything everything we do in life is instant. Now it's starting to become even more instant. You know what I mean? It's like, man. I remember, I remember back in the day, you never seen anybody drop off a package on a Sunday. You know, now trucks are driving around dropping stuff off. They, they come in the morning, Amazon comes in the morning, they'll come in the afternoon, they'll come all day long. It's, we live in an instant world. It's like now, right now. I mean, before you know it, they'll be dropping packages out of the sky. You'll order, like now, right? You door dash it, you call, you, the thing shows up at your house. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. We're, we live in a more instant world by the minute, everything happening now. So when you start talking about this side of it, hey, don't get weary and well-doing, or you don't faint, it's not, a, not usually what we hear, you know what I mean? That's the last thing your flesh wants to hear. Right. Like, I got to keep doing this for how long? I won't, uh, the, could this take eight minutes? It's like, this might take eight months. Are you kidding me? I don't even want to wait eight minutes, let alone eight days. Right. So you got to get any understanding of God's time is not my time. And in due season, you'll reap if you don't want. Faint. So you don't faint before your harvest, okay? So just keep these principles in front of your face. This might take a little time, but it works. Look what it says in Galatians 8.22. This is really important. And then we're going to go to Ecclesiastes, but you could stay in the King James because he starts explaining the system of heaven. In Genesis 8, you're going to see this because he starts explaining that seed time and harvest shall forever remain in the earth. Okay, now look what it says there. While the earth remaineth, you see that right there? Yep. Seed time and what? Harvest. harvest. Now, let me explain something to you. When you talk about seed time and we talk about harvest and we talk about reap, that's on us. That's not on God. Now I'm going to 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 tilt your thinking. Okay? Because a lot of us think, well, we got well, God does it. No, God doesn't do it. You got to do the reaping. See, this is where we this is where the element of the church kind of got a little bit like I sow and I sit back. No, you you got to go reap the harvest. A farmer doesn't sow and sit and settle. He sows and gets ready. There's, what I'm trying to get you to see and you're going to see this is there through two things. Now, I'm going to show you this, right? This is, I'm jumping ahead, but I want you to understand this before we start. Well, how do I reap? Through faith and being led by the Spirit of God. Okay? So write that down if you're taking notes. Through faith and being led by the Spirit of God, you're going to reap your harvest. Okay? But you can't be lazy. God doesn't bless lazy. Okay? So if you're sitting home thinking the phone's going to ring, you're crazy. Get out and go bang on doors. You know what I mean? That's part of it. I'm telling you, man. Listen. It says in Proverbs, I'm going to read a scripture to you. People are sleeping through the harvest. You can't sleep through your harvest. Right. So God might just, God might do this with you. He's going to lead you, okay, by the Spirit. You might say, well, why am I going down that street? Yep. Why am I calling that person? Why, why? You know what I'm saying? Like You don't go places with that. Don't You guys are not like this, but let me explain to you. You don't go places with that kind of thing on you, like, oh, I'm led here because I feel like something's going to happen. Right. But you got to go places being led by the Spirit of God and be prepared, because God's going to lead you like that. Does that kind of make sense? Like, yeah. faith is, like, I'm expecting it to happen, and then being led to the Lord, he's going to set you up for this stuff to happen, but it has to be based on a revelation. Once you get the revelation, then you have expectancy to be led and to have faith. You ever, you ever do that now? Yeah. You ever been led to go somewhere, you didn't know why you were going? Yeah. And you get there and all of a sudden something happens or you ran into something or some deal happened or something went down and you're like, well, now I know why. I didn't know why when I was, I mean, I could think of a hundred things that God was like, hey, go, go there. And you weren't, there was no manipulation in you guys when you went, you just went just being led. And all of a sudden you showed up at the right place at the right time and something happened for you. And then you get blessed and you're like, oh my God. And then on the car ride home, usually God's like, well, that's why I sent you here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I remember one time I was in Bible school and I had purposed in my heart I was gonna go somewhere and I, I got tired. I was like, I don't wanna go. And God was like really bugging me on the inside. He's like, go, you, you, go, go. And I got there and I got a job and I got another job. I got like three jobs and things got great. And God's like, I'm setting up stuff for you, but you gotta be obedient to follow the leading of the Lord. Right. So you see, how I jumped ahead. Where do I reap? I reap through faith. Okay, you got that? My faith, I'm believing I'm going to be a reaper and I'm by led, being led by the spirit of God. God will lead you to the right place at the right time and all of a sudden, boom, something will happen. Now, you ain't got that grabby weirdness on you, none of you in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, hey, go see so-and-so. You don't even know why you're going to see so-and-so. You show up, next thing you know, I got five deals waiting on the table for you and you had no idea. You just went because I felt like I was supposed to Go. Or you picked up the phone, like you ever get a nudge to pick up the phone and you ain't even thinking business and how you doing? Oh yeah, by the way, I'm thinking about selling my house. Well, praise be to God. You got the right people. You know, I, you know what? I, I mean, I've done this a hundred times. My God, I went one time. I didn't want to go. I did not want to go. I was like, everybody's busy and I'm running around. And I felt like, man, I need to just go there. I showed up. Next thing you know, man, it was all going down and I was like, my God in heaven, this is Crazy. And God's like, and then on a the ride home, you're always like, well, now I know why I went. I didn't know then when I was going. What was the big deal? You ever, you ever take a trip and go somewhere? Or you go do something out of the ordinary and you get a word from God and you just, you reap a harvest or something. I'm talking about having a mindset for this. But look what it says here. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not what? cease." That's why all this stupid global warming stuff is dumb. <laughs> you know, I can't, It's unbelievable that people could be so smart and so stupid at the same time. But let them have their fun. You think we're gonna, they're not gonna you can't stop this. Nope. This is what can't be stopped. Amen. Cold and heat. It's gonna get cold, it's gonna get hot. Trust me, okay? You know what I'm saying? They think it's not gonna happen or some goofy, we're gonna run out of stuff. No, seed time and harvest shall forever remain in the earth. So everything's about a seed, okay? Now you understand this? So just go slow. So I jumped ahead just to pull you back because you've got to understand it's a law. As long as the earth remains, it's seed time and he- heaven is going to last forever. Now look at Matthew 6:24. King James is great. And then we're going to go look at Ecclesiastes. Write these down. These scriptures are good for you. Just write them all down and you're going to go over them in a minute, okay? Look at that 6:24, 6, 24. Okay, look what it says here, right? It says, it says, no man can serve two masters for either you will love the one and love, the, either hate one and love the other or else hold the one and despise the other. You can't serve God and mammon. See that right there? Keep going. You can go 25. Okay. And it, therefore, I say to you, take no thought. So you say, you can't serve God and you can't serve money. Mammon's money. You understand this? Now, the heart earth's jacked up with money. And I taught you guys this stuff. A lot of people are gra- grabbed by money. You know, I get... Guys like, will do what I do for a living, get labeled like, oh, you guys are all about the money. I mean, come on, give me a break. You're all about the money. Okay, whatever. So the plumber's all about the money. The doctor's all about the money. Everybody's all about the money. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I mean? I mean this, what, it doesn't make any sense. Now, some people probably are all about the money. I, I, they probably are. I mean, you'd be, you'd be lying to say, if not, that's how they live their life is to, I don't know, whatever. Knock yourself out. I don't know what to tell you. But when you serve God, you understand that you don't serve money, you serve God. And that money is a tool in the kingdom. But the church is, you know, the stale donut ministry. It's like everything's cheap. Let me tell you how we're, you know, we, come on, man. You know, it's like our, I think Brother Copeland said this. I like to know what all these people are doing with all this money they save for God. It's kind of funny, you know, right? Like, I, we saved all this money, God. He, he said something cute to one day. He was like, i like to know what they're doing with all that money they save for God. I'm not talking about you gotta be a squanderer, but here's what I'm saying. Like, God's house should be the best house. God's stuff should be the best stuff. You should be living the best, okay? Now, listen, if the best for you is wherever you wanna be, then that's great. Nobody's saying you gotta you know, keep up with some wacky thing, but you should not have any lack in your life. Right. I don't want lack in your life. And I think the body of Christ is living beneath this. And I want to get this out for the partners. I want to get this out for the church. And I want to get this out for you. Because if you learn this stuff now, you'll put a demand on your future to be like, I'm a reaper. I'm not just a sower. But we didn't talk about it a lot. Okay. And I'm going to help you. Okay. So look right here. Right. Therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink or your body or what you should put on. Because your life is more than what? It's not more than meat and the body. is the raiment and clothes. He said, it's more than this eat clothes and food. It's more than this, but you have common needs because you're in the earth, so you think about this stuff. But look at verse 26. He said, behold, the fowls of the earth, they do not sow, neither do they reap, right? Nor do they gather in the barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not better than them? Yes. Birds don't sow, but we do. Birds don't reap, but we do. You understand what I'm trying to say about this? Birds don't gather, but we do. This is what I'm trying to get you to see. I take care of the birds, but guess what? You got to take care of these principles in the earth. Because you honor the Lord what you're given. Look what it says in Proverbs chapter three. Go over here to Proverbs three, nine and 10. Okay, you pulling these in, just write them down and you go over these. Birds don't sow, but we sow, right? Honor the Lord with what? Your substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase. So shall your barns be filled with plenty, and the what? Thy precious shall burst forth with new wine. He's saying what? He said, honor the Lord with your wealth. The first fruit shall bring increase and your barns will be filled with plenty. Amen. That's what he's talking about right there. What do you mean? He's talking about sowing. He's talking about reaping. He's talking about gathering. Amen. You understand? Does that make sense? Yes, you should be, you, should, you got to understand this now because God, the, 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 what? The, that's why sowing seed is so important. Now, watch this. We should have our reaping faith in gear and our minds on the harvest because we sow all the time, okay? You understand this? Yep. And God ain't gonna bless lazy. Amen. That's Proverbs 10, four and five. You wanna see that? Yep. Go to Proverbs 10, four and five and let's read it in the King James and then we'll read it in the passage. I'm gonna give you a lot of scriptures I'm gonna explain this, okay? Proverbs 10, four and five. And the King James, and then the perfect, and then we'll read it in the passion right after. Look at, he becometh poor that deli- de- dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. Amen. God don't bless lazy. Yeah. Now see everybody get mad when you talk like that in church. What do you mean, God? He said, "What did he say there?" He becometh poor that deals with what? Slack hand. Mm-hmm. Don't be slacking. Lazy people don't get blessed. Look at five. He that gathereth in the summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in the harvest is a son that causes shame. Lauren likes it in the message. He says, when the harvest comes, don't be going fishing, Jerry. That's what he said. That's what it says in the message. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Don't get mad at me. I'm going fishing. I could care less. I'm I'm working hard. Come on. Look what it says in the passion. It was funny though. It did say, well, no, this is what I'm saying. Like, you got, now listen, I'm not just talking about hard work because some people are working hard and not making money, but you can't be lazy. Because when harvest comes, you got to go. You're going to have, let me tell you something this, remember this. You're going to have to go out of your way to be a reaper because God's going to lead you to stuff that's going to make you go out of your way. And when you're, when you're there, you got to be letting the Lord be sensitive. Does that make sense? You might get on a plane and fly somewhere for a deal and not even know that the deal's waiting for you but you made the right move at the right time because you knew you had it and you'll be sitting there in the bumper crops and don't even know how you got there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, listen, this is, being, this is next level stuff. This ain't like, oh, I just sowed. No, you're a reaper, so you gotta have faith. You gotta be led to the Lord. God lead me to it. Yes. Now, when you get the revelation, you get the mindset like, I'm expecting this to happen. Amen. Because how many of you, now watch when I show you this. How many of you know what I'm saying? We've been taught to give. Who's talked about reaping? Because watch, the sowing was my job. What did you and I think? The reaping's God's job. The reaping's your job. See it? We're waiting for God. God's waiting for you. Now I'm not saying all the time, but you gotta know when it's time. You understand what I'm saying? Like I know it's time now. Sometimes you know it's time. You gotta go start chasing time. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I know, hey, I sowed, I sowed, I sowed, I sowed, I sowed, I sowed, I sowed. I, I'm, I got my lights on for the harvest. Where is it? Amen. And you got faith and you got what? I'm being led by the Spirit of God. God might tell you, right? Look, think about all those stories. Brother Normal driving in the middle of nowhere, property, 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 Reaping You doing stuff, you doing stuff, me doing stuff. I don't know why, but now this building we're in, I called that dude. I didn't talk to that guy in months, man, years. Years, man, God said, call him. I talked to that guy twice. Right one time, I don't even, well, some of you don't know, nobody knows who he is. I called him one time, he was at his kitchen table. You know who it is. I called him, he was crying on his kitchen table. Whole world was flipped upside down. The economy was in the toilet. He was going through a rough patch and I called him, he was crying and he goes, I don't believe you're calling me right now. I said, I don't know why, I just, I was at the, the post office and God told me to call you. I called him and that was it. Two years later, if it was not two years, it was three years. God said, call him. I said, why am I calling him? I said, because I was looking for something. I said, we got to do something. I'm tired of school. I'm so tired of going to that school. School was good, but it was tiring after a while. It burnt out with set up and all this. I said, I'm just going to call him. I call him up. I said, I don't know why I'm calling you, but I said, I really felt like God impressed me to call you. I said, I just want to let you know we're looking for something. I don't know when, you know, down the road next six months. And I can hear him typing. I said, I said, down the road, what are you doing? He goes, let me see something." And he goes, I got a guy. He goes, you know, it's funny you calling me today. He goes, I got a guy. I got a realtor buddy of mine. There's a pocket listing that I know about that, you know, they they know what it is because they're in real estate. It ain't listed. Nobody knows. It's like an inside thing because there was people in here. I said, yeah, yeah, I'd be willing to go. I said, what are you talking about? He said, you know that building over there? I said, ain't there people in there? He goes, no, that thing's all going sideways. Um, You know, I think he's interested. I said, you got to be kidding me. It's time to read. What if I don't make the phone call? Right. Now, I'm not playing. Listen, I probably missed it a million times. That's where you want to kick yourself in the face. You know? I'm not trying to be. But you got to be led to the Lord. You got to follow these leadings. You can't just play. Oh, that's just the pizza I ate last night. No. You know what I'm saying? You got to be. Good, give, I'd rather go for it and miss it than not miss it and go for it. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'm being serious, right? I'd rather go for it and miss it than not go for it at all and miss the whole thing go for it. You got to be led. Like now I got a mentality. I'm in the reaping mode. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're looking for, you got to have the timing down because the timing is important. Now look what it says here. Okay. Now watch this, right? Now I'm just going to pull this in. Now you notice where we started with this is this. Go to Ecclesiastes um, 11.1. King James is great. You doing okay here? You see what I'm saying? Now we're going to look at the word of God. So I'm going to show you how to do this, okay? It says, we'll wait for it to get up there. Cast thy bread upon the waters. You, you know that one? Mm-hmm. You can't be lazy. Amen. Reaping your harvest is not automatic, guys. But you're going you're to start understanding the reaping side, okay? Is that all right? Yeah. So Ecclesiastes 11.1, we 1. got it? Okay, it'll take a minute for you. So when you get in there, it says, "Don't." it talks about understanding, now this is big because it it doesn't sometimes allow us to be, cast your bread upon the water, right? And what? For you will find it after what? Many days. Now watch this. Give a portion to seven, also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. And if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north in the place where it falleth, there it shall be. He that observeth the what? Wind. Shall not what? Wind. And he that regardeth the cloud shall not what? Read. He's saying, look, he says, if you start looking at the wind, you're not going to be a sower. And if you start looking at the crowds, you should not be a reaper. Right? So what about this? What do you mean? He that observe. You can just leave it up there. Let them see that. He that observeth the what? Wind. The wind. How many times have you thought about someone something but thought, oh, you know what? It isn't a good time. Come on now. Right. Now listen, you gotta be obedient on both sides. You guys are real good at the giving side, and so am I. But you gotta be careful with the giving side. Don't get stuck looking at the wind. Right. Oh, it's a bad economy. You ain't living on no economy. Right. Right. I'm telling you how this works, man. You do what you want with it. Stop looking at the wind to be a sower. Yep. Oh, it's not. it's not convenient. Oh, you know... I don't know. You, how many times do we make excuses sometimes? When I do it too. I'm like, this is not a good time for me to do this. Right. Last time I checked, God doesn't check in with me to find out if it's a good time. Oh, yeah, Usually, it's the worst time that I sow the best seeds, but I think they cost the most of my heart, not my wealth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, give that now. And I'm like, man, this is really hurting my heart more than it's hurting my pocket. Right. Does that make sense? Cause there's pressure in this moment, and it's almost like a a seed I'm sowing in pressure is almost harder than the seeds when I'm loaded. Right. You know what I mean? When you got more, you know what I mean? You got extra. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, give away. You know whatever you're thinking. Like, okay, give away five hundred bucks. That's easy when you got a grand in your pocket. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's not really painful, but when you got you know four hundred bucks in your pocket, you got to scrounge an extra hundred to give the extra hundred to right. God. You're like, oh, this is hurting now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're in the change jar. You know, pulling the quarters out, going, All right, God, I'll give you everything I got. Yep. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's a mentality. Absolutely. Don't look at the wind, but now watch this. And he that observes the what? Look up there. The clouds shall not what? Reap. How many times are you looking at clouds and saying, Oh, it's not now? Wow. It's not the economy for that. Mm. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no problem with the sowing. Why you got a problem with the reaping? Right. Oh, you know what? The interest rates are up. Big deal. And I'm not, you know, I'm just telling, I know what people think. It's not my time to get my house. Why not? Why not you? Why not now? Stop making, God don't live by this system that we live in. You understand what I'm saying? Why not you? Why not now? Why not today? Why can't a miracle happen? Why can't, because you you're blocking it because you're looking at the clouds. How many of you, when it's raining out, stay in the house? Oh, there's clouds out today. I'm not going outside. What's the matter with you? Get an umbrella and let's go. Come on. It's time for you to reap your harvest. Stop living in a place where you're not allowing yourself to reap because you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to get my hair wet. Come on, stop. Get, get outside. He that what? observeth the wind will not sow. And he that regards the what? The clouds. He ain't going to reap. Well, oh, it's it's what? Oh, not me. Not my time. Not the economy. Not now. Not net. What well, When is it? Right. Come on. Doubt, unbelief, all this stuff comes in. Oh, if I start that project, I don't know if I can finish it. Why can't you finish it? Amen. Why can't you do it? Why can't you start that business? Why can't you go do Why not now? Why not you? Why You make more excuses. You see more clouds than God. God gave you green light go, and you got clouds showing up every other day telling you why you can't, and why you can't do this, and why, who's talking to you? Who is this stuff? Stop looking at the clouds, and stop looking at the rain, and get going. Because everybody, procrastination is the greatest tool of the devil, he just wants you, to pre- oh, you know, put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. Ten years go by, you turn around, it's like, feels like eight minutes. Wow. Stop. Come on. Got faith and being led, remember what I told you? I jumped ahead. Well, how do I do this, Pastor Chris? By faith and being led by the Spirit of God. Amen. That's how you be a reaper. Amen. Now, look what it says right here, okay? Now, what, you got that? Yeah. See, he said, but who's got to be the reaper? Yeah. Oh, you do. See, that's the problem right there. People get all, you got to sow by faith, and you got to reap by faith. Everything's going to take faith. You understand that? Go to Mark chapter 4, 26, okay? Now, he explains this probably better than anywhere else. See, we don't got no, we got faith for sowing. Mm -hmm. But I think for a season, we didn't have faith for reaping. I'm expecting the harvest. Come on. That's what God said you understand what I'm saying? God said, expect the harvest. Amen. Now, look what it says in Mark 4, 26. Now, pull this in because this is the kingdom of heaven. And so, he said, and so is the kingdom of God. Well, how's the kingdom now? He's talking about, this is how the kingdom of God works. Mm-hmm. Remember, we read Mark, we're in Mark chapter 4 now on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. So or so is the word, these are they by the wayside. We understand mm-hmm. that the seed is the word of God. We understand that the soil is our heart. Yeah. You hear the word, and stuff happens. You either reject it, you accept it, right? And then this is what they did in the church. Well, you know, and this is a big thing. You guys weren't around for this, a lot of you, but some of you were. Remember, like, the big thing was 30, 60, 100-fold. Right. Great men and women of God taught financial prosperity. Like, Dr. Avanzini was teaching 30, He's smart, man. Very great. I should have him come. But um, um, guys like that were teaching us how to prosper. And the big thing came out. You know, the faith camp kind of like got in there. Well, you know, you can't get a hundredfold, you know, on all you're given. Well, I was like, all right, whether you get a hundredfold or not, let's go for it. You know, let's go for a hundredfold. Who cares? And I'm not blaming the faith camp. God bless it. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, well, if you got faith for a hundredfold, go for it. And if you get 60, Who cares? Let's just believe God that I'm going to get a hundredfold return on every day and let it, let you know, shoot for the stars and hang on the moon or however that thing goes, shoot for the moon and hang on a star, or whatever, deal, whatever, whatever. Just go for it. Stop living beneath and thinking like, oh, I'm 30% or go for 100%. Go for the 100-fold. Mm-hmm. Go for the hundredfold, go for the 100 percent return. Why not you? Why not reap it? Why not? Why not? I'm telling you, man, listen to me. You're going to open up this avenue of faith. Stuff's going to start happening because you're going to put a demand on the reaping. That's right. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. Why did I say that? Because this is Mark chapter four, he, he's going to explain it to you. He actually says it. he says it actually. Some he says actually some of it comes down to that. So here I'm going to I'm going to pull it up with you, right? Because Mark chapter four to me, I told you not just because we're on it, man. You can get Mark chapter four figured out. You can figure out the whole Bible, right? Amen. Remember he said that some thirty, some hundred. Look, come over here. Go to verse. Go to verse twenty. Um, go to verse Mark four twenty. You're good, King James. Thanks, Ash. You're doing a great job. But I want him to see this. Because Jesus explains the return and then we'll go back. And it's okay, you take your time because she's doing a great job. And these are they which are sown on good ground. Who's a good hearer? Mm -hmm. You know the soil of your heart is the soil of the hearer is your heart? He's talking about you. So if you're a rejecter of what you hear, guess what happens? You You don't get it. You forfeit the harvest. Did you know that? If you hear the word of God and go, that ain't for me, guess what? It, it ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Some affliction and persecution out the window. Some right, some a little bit, got no root. Here's what he did say, though. He goes, What do some people do? And these are they which are sown on what? Good ground. Who's good ground? That's your heart. That's the soil of your heart. Do you understand that? That's why when you come to church, don't come to church and just spectate. You better grab it. Because yes. if you like, oh I don't know if it you know then it just went by you. Look what he says. And these are they which are what? Sown on good ground, such as hear the word, receive it. No, stop. And what do they do? Receive. <laughs> and then what? No, I thought I thought I thought I thought God's got to bring it forth. No, you bring it forth. He, he received, you receive it and bring forth the fruit. You gotta bring it forth. You got it. You, 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 you. Yeah, you're right. You gather it, and then what do you do? That's why I said you renew your mind. Mm. You receive the seed. You receive it. Then what do you do? You bring forth and bring forth and hear the word. How many heard it? Mm-hmm. How many received it? Amen. How many you gonna bring forth fruit? That's the reaping. Amen. What do you mean bring forth fruit? If you got a fig tree out in the yard, if you are gonna bring forth fruit, you got to go pick the stuff off the branch. And what do you do? You gotta what? You gotta bring it forth. Amen. That's up to you. Some 30, some 60, and some what? 100 fold. Go for the 100 fold. Why not? Why not you? Why not now? Amen. Bring forth fruit. Amen. What kind of fruit you got? Amen. Come on, bring forth fruit. Amen. Expect it. Did you sow? Did you, did you tithe? Yep. Now, I told you about this. Now, listen, you ca- that's why I got to do this special. You talked about this on Sunday morning. Church people get hurt. And I don't want to hurt, because they don't give. They don't understand. Like, I come I got to tell them, give. I mean, come on. I got to tell you to tithe for crying Allah. I understand. They're getting it. And I'm not being rude. Some of you, this might be new for you. But we're like beyond that. Like, you know, I'm not, we are. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be weird. Like, tithing, that's like, okay, we got it. Next, move on. Giving, we got that. Now, how do we get the other side? I'm talking about the other side now. I'm talking about the reaper. Right. you know you're the reaper yes. i ain't got no problem giving i ain't got no problem like right now if we if we went for right now we'd all write a check and get this thing done Amen. you know what i'm saying the right. giving's not a problem mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying Amen. we got to get on the other side man like okay i gave and gave and gave and gave and gave and gave i got 30 years to give bro what do i got to do and god starts showing me this he's like it. it's the reaping's on you i said well, well what do you mean the reaping's on me he goes read the bible silly and I got a revelation of it and then I started listening to some of this teaching and it was really, really good. Like, Brother Moore teaches this better than anybody, man. He's got that Rulers of Reaping series. Uh, Gloria Copeland teaches it. Pastor George uh, Parsons, they got some stuff. Now, I only seen a little bit of that, but I'll tell you what, man, they got some stuff on this, man. They're reaping. And then I'm in Mark chapter four and he hit me upside the head. Look at this. He said, some 30, some 100, some 60 fold. Now look right here. Keep going. Watch this. And he said to them, you got a candle and you stick it under a bed? No, it'd be stupid. He said, what do you do with it? He said, there's nothing hid which not shall be manifest, neither is anything secret that should not come abroad. Come on. Oh, that's cute. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. He's saying what? He said, look, I ain't hiding this. I'm telling you what's up. Okay, that's cute. God, go. What do you got after that? For he hath what? Look at this. He said in him, take heed what you hear. Here we go. Mark chapter four. This is one of the most important parts. You, I, how many times have I told you this? Pay attention to what you hear because the value you put on what you hear and I'm gonna say this, the level of action you put to it is what? Gonna determine what comes back to you and if you hear good, more shall be given to you. And the kingdom of heaven is not like your silly silly uh, world we live in. The kingdom of heaven is this, you're using it, good, give you more. You ain't using it, take it from you and give it to somebody using it. The kingdom of heaven don't deal like this nonsense we do in America. Like, oh, let's just give handouts to everybody. The kingdom of heaven doesn't give a handout. The kingdom of heaven says, are you working what you got? Amen. Now, God will give you grace and mercy. God's merciful. That's not what I'm saying. But he said, if you ain't using it, go look at the parable of, 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 the, of the, the, the seed, the gifts, the talents. He said, would you do it? He said, I buried it in the dirt. He said, would you do it? He said, I used it halfway. He said, would you do it? I maximized it. He said, take from the guy that buried it in the dirt and give it to the guy that maximized it. Amen. They would tell you, oh, no, you give to the guy. No, no, not the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven says give it to the guy using it. And the guy that ain't doing nothing with it, take away what he's got and give it to the guy using it. That's the truth. That ain't what we live in in the natural mind. We think that's, oh, you're mean. No, God don't squander. God ain't a squander and he ain't lazy. Come on, that's Christians. They want to sit home, watch Netflix and think because you put 20 bucks in the bucket. You got to be faith and led by the Lord. Come on, man. And you want to know what? Your job is not your source. Your job is a seed bank. That's right. And go there with a smile on your face. Amen. And be excited about it. And say, I hate this place. Well, then get a new one. But know that it is not your source. God's your source. And it's just a place where I get seed. That's right. And when I get the seed, glory to God, it's not, it, it, my seeds, I need seed. I'm going to walk around. I'm looking for seed because i got to have something to sow. Yeah. I want to be a sower. Because if i got seed, i got a future. And once it becomes my seed, once my seed hits my hand, I either eat it or I rename it as a seed to sow. Man, I'm telling you, this is how this works. Now, you really want it. This is how you do it. So we're going to get on the reaping side. So stay with me. So look what he said here. Keep going. Now, watch this. You liking this? For he, he's good. Look, 26. Look what he said. And he said, so is the kingdom of heaven. Now, you better get excited when he says, so is the kingdom of heaven. He's teaching kingdom principles. He's saying, is that a kingdom of heaven works? I ain't, I ain't even smart. I don't even know what I'm doing. I just read the Bible. You know, my buddy Dave, he's a wacko. He's not wacky, wacky. Remember Dave? Remember Dave? He said one time, he goes, man, he goes, because we were all preaching and he was just watching us do it. And he's like, I do not want to do that. And, and I said, we were all going to stuff. And he goes, you know what? He goes, if I ever, if I ever, if God ever asked me to preach the gospel, he goes, all I would say is what the Bible says. Because if you just read and say what the Bible says, you know, you're right. I said, that's God's honest truth. I said, out of the mouth of somebody simple comes wisdom, right? It was like, just say what the Bible says. I'm just reading the Bible. I, I'm not Now watch what it says here, though. And he said, so is the kingdom of heaven. Well, how, what do you mean, so is the kingdom of heaven? He said, let me show you how the kingdom of heaven works. Okay, show us, Jesus, because that'll be great. He said, it is what? As if a man should cast seed in the ground. Okay, now what did he say? He said, you cast, you put seed in the ground. Okay, now that's the seed of the word. That could be the seed seed of prosperity. You stick it in the ground, right? Good ground. And what? And should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring forth to grow. He don't know how. Now, there you go right there. You sow. I don't know how it works. You know how it works? I have no idea how it works. I sow, go to sleep, get up, get to sleep, get up. I don't know what's going on, but the seed grows. Just like sticking something in the dirt, right? If you put something in the yard, you sleep night and day, night and day. The sun does something, the moon does something, I don't know. The dirt does something, whatever. I'm not an agricultural person, okay? All I know is this it works, okay? Right? 20, watch. And you sleep and rise, and you don't know how. (laughs) Woo, come on, say, I don't know how neither. Somebody say, I don't know how neither. I felt the Holy Ghost over there. I don't know how neither. (laughs) Did you feel that? I did. I felt it over there. It hit me good. I felt it. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't want to know how. I'd stay up at night. Can you imagine if you knew how? You'd probably screw up the whole thing. Wow. You'd be out there with a flashlight staring at it, messing it up if we knew how. Just leave it alone. Amen? <laughs> Praise the Lord, right? For the earth bringeth forth the fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after the full kernel, in the ear. Okay? Now, is he talking about the Word of God? No, I think he's talking about seed. Yeah. He's explaining the seed in the heart grows. Now, here's the cool part. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he, who's he? You, the farmer, puts the sickle in, putteth in the sickle because the harvest is come. I thought that was on you, God. I got go to go how do I know when? Faith and being led by the Spirit of God. You, you, I know it's now. How do I know? I just know it. Go get the sickle. Right. Some of you going to be running around the house. Go get the sickle. Amen. It's time. Yeah. Now, I'm being serious now. You're going to start expecting this now. You got to have revelation first before you ever have manifestation. Because yep. what do we all think? I'll do the sowing, but then what do we do? Kick back, wait. Come on, didn't we think the reaping was on God? I sure did. I'm just waiting to God to bless me. I'm just waiting for God to do something. God's like, I'm waiting for you, silly. Get up and go do something. I'm trying to lead you to the harvest. He might lead you down to a property. He might lead you over here. He might lead you over there. You might just be, have you done this? I stumbled upon stuff. You know, some of you are living in right now in what you stumbled upon. Right, amen. It was always my I had an idea. No, you didn't. It was time to reap. You understand what I'm saying? And you made a turn, and you made a turn, and next thing you know, you're there. Come on, man. Some of you are driving it. No, I'm being serious. You bought it's worth more now than I looked at the one thing I said that thing's worth more. It's worth more now than when I bought it. Praise be to God. It didn't cost me nothing. Come on, how did you pull that off? Well, I'm just walking around like a dimwit over here, you know? I really am. I'm serious, man. I have no sense. I just walk around and say, I don't know, maybe today's your, Maybe today I'll just go. And next thing you know, or you're looking at something, or you're fine. you, you just walking around. Hey, you're reaping, man. And you're subconscious. You don't even know it. You just think, I'm living life. No, I promise you, you're reaping. Right. Yes. I'm promising you, you're reaping your harvest. You understand me? That's right. Are you pulling this in? And now you got to expect it even more. Amen. Man, I'm going to get up tomorrow looking for it. Yeah. God, you want me to call somebody? Go, I'm telling you, it's the God's honest truth. You start getting your mind around the prospering, and it starts waking you up. Did you see what I just said there? Yep. He said, it's your job to reap. Glory to God. Amen. Come right? Come you put in the sickle. Right? Yep. I'm telling you, the Lord's got no problem with this, right? God's ready to do this. God's going to make it grow no matter what. That's the thing you got to get. Look at this. Let's look at this. This will help you. i got so many scriptures over here. i gotta be, really be got to really be slow in this. Because reaping is our responsibility. Because uh, uh, in uh, Mark 4.29, look at that in the message. Can you look at Mark 4.29 in the message? Who did the sowing? The man. Who did the growing? God. Who does the reaping? The man. man. Did you see it? We got to reap it. Come on. Jesus compared the kingdom of God with the planting of the seed and the reaping the harvest. It's a simple concept. Once we understand it, then why aren't all of us producing bumper crops in every season of our life? Because we're sitting around waiting for God to do the work. He's waiting for you to do it. Come on, man. Go get it. Look right here. God, then Jesus said what? God's kingdom is like a seed thrown on a field by a man who then goes to bed and forgets about it. The seed sprouts and grows; He has no idea. Keep going. How it happens. Europe does it all without his help. First, the green stem of the grass, then the bud, then the ripened grain, then the grain is fully formed. He reaps. Keep going. Harvest time. Watch this, right? Come on. Well, how can we picture God's kingdom and what kind of story we can use? It's like an acorn when it lands on the ground. It is quite small as the seed goes, but yet once it is what? Planted, it grows to be a huge oak tree with thick branches that eagles can nest in it. Woo. You see that? Ain't that good? Little acorn form the ground and grow. You gotta go. Now look at 29. You just go back. I want you to catch that one little part right there. You know, like it was there. It says this. The seed sprouts, he grows. He has no idea. You get that? He don't know how How it happens. The earth does it all. When the grain is fully formed, he what? He reaps it. It's harvest time. Come on. You got to start looking for harvest. Look at your watch. It's harvest time. Come on. How many got some seed seed in the ground? How many got years of seed in the ground? How many got years of seed, years of giving, years of offering sitting in the ground? You can put a demand on that. Tomorrow I'll show you how you put a demand on that stuff. I got I got fields growing. I'm going to tell you something else. You know what the Lord was telling me? And this is true. He told me a long time ago, he said, you, you, you know, houses you didn't build, lands you didn't buy. He said, there's stuff laid up in the kingdom sitting in the earth waiting for somebody to claim it. Mm-hmm. You, didn't even, you didn't even do it. It's somebody else's seed. Now, let me know how many saints probably left seed in the earth, didn't even know they were supposed to reap it. They just gave Let's go get that stuff, glory to God. Why not you? Yeah. Miracle provision, why not? I'm t- only thing, well, I don't think it's for me. But you know what? Joy is an agreement factor in your life. Amen. And if you get excited about it, you might just get some glory to God. I ain't taking something that belongs to somebody else. They're in heaven with Jesus, done left everything in the earth. It's just waiting there, waiting for the blessing. Say, give me some of that seed and let's go, right? Reap, but you gotta remember this now. Now, write this down, it's important. The reaping requires faith. That's big. Okay. okay? Look at Ecclesiastes 11.4 and the Amplify. I'm gonna give you a bunch of scriptures right here and then I, I won't take too long. And we can come back tomorrow because I don't want to keep you all night, you know? I don't want to be quick, but it's a lot. You know what I mean? But you're getting, you're getting the thing, right? You're pulling it in because I don't leave you no cliffhanger. The sowing, my job. The growing, that's his job. I don't know how this happens. You stick it in the ground. You stick your money, put money in the bucket and pray to God. It's good ground. You give offerings. I don't know what he does with it. Mm-hmm. That ain't my responsibility. My, my responsibility is sow, he makes it grow, and then I go reap. Yes. So what are you doing? I got so much seed in the ground, every one of you do. Mm-hmm. What are you digging? right? I got my tithe. Now, you got to get beyond tithing. Yep. Yep. Because tithing just protects you. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's just giving God what He owes. So is this. It's like if I gave you a hundred bucks and I say, "Hey Ken, here's a hundred. Hold it for six months." He comes back in six months and gives me the hundred. He's just giving me what I gave him. Right. Tithing is not is nothing more than a loan from God. It's a trust factor. Is that okay? Yeah. So we got to get beyond it. Now, if that's stretching your faith. Just believe God. I'm telling you it's true, okay? Tithe protects you and keeps you open to God's system, protects your provision. But we're getting into offerings. We got special seeds. We're sowing seeds, man, because we want to have increase. So we're beyond tithing. We're sowing. We're planting, okay? Now, if you're at tithing, that's good. Tithe. tithe. I mean, you got to tithe. Don't mess around. All you people watching for all those churches, you better be a tither. And if you ain't a tither, learn to tithe. And everybody in here, you should just tithe. It's simple. Because tithing don't take no faith. I don't understand why people think tithe and taste faith. You already got the money in your pocket. That's nothing. I can do that all day long. You know what I'm saying? You got a thousand bucks and you got there, say so I'll give God a hundred and what are you going to do? You know, stop buying stupid Pop-Tarts or something. I don't know. I mean, I, that's just, I don't know, whatever. You know, don't waste money. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? It's like if you got, if you're wasting money, you can't afford not to tithe. So don't mess around. So give God his side and then go, okay, now I got to believe God for seed because I need, I need offerings, man. Because the offerings are where the reaping comes in because I'm giving beyond this, man. This Amen. is just my protection. I'm giving you back what you got. Right. So now I'm giving offerings. I'm sowing special seeds. And I got to be a reaper. Okay, you got that? Mm-hmm. So once you got that, now we're going somewhere. Now, now But how many you got some seed in the ground to reap? Yes. Yeah. I put seed in the ground. You want to know what's funny? You know, I wonder about this. How about this one? I just go, Lord, just quick me. I sowed four seeds from the ministry, specific seeds. Okay, there, there were seeds. I went to four meetings. I went to one meeting. I was at Bishop Jakes and, and uh, Bishop Fernandez, Henry Fernandez, the guy in Fort Lauderdale got up. I said, I pray to God this guy doesn't tell me to give 10 grand. Because whatever that guy says, I'm serious. i was sitting in the building. I'm not playing. I'll tell you, this is exactly what happened. I, I, he took the offering at Pastor's Leaders Conference. And I said, I swear to God, if this guy says give $10,000, I'm gonna be the first guy to run down there. and write, I'm gonna give him 10 grand. I don't care what comes out of this guy's mouth. I gotta get this thing done. So I was freaking out a little bit. I pray to God he doesn't say something nuts (laughs) because I know I'm giving it. And I think he's like $1,000. I ran down. I was like, I'm going to sow the seed. I sowed four strategic seeds. Okay, four. When we got the keys to the building, God reminded me of every one of them. I forgot about all of them. But maybe that's the reason why I picked up the phone that day and made that call. See, I don't want to play with this stuff. All I know is it works. I don't know how it works. Stick it in the ground. I don't know how. Maybe the seed in the ground gave me access to hear what the Spirit of God was saying and be led to pick up the phone and save us a whole lot more money than four, th- whatever, thousands, of dollar seeds, whatever they all were. I don't remember all of them. I know I gave. Are you here? Yeah, right. he gave me access. Right. My tithe gives me access to hear. My seeds give me access to hear. We're already doing that. Come on, you're, everybody in this room is already doing that. That's why you're here. This is why Sunday morning you blow people out. You're like, oh my God, I'm stretched tithe, and now this guy's talking about giving more. See what I'm saying? But maybe that specific seed, you might do. Marky might be on a concrete job and go, you know what? Um, I don't know. I'm going to give a little extra. Well, he did it here. He fixed all the concrete. He gave us way more than he was supposed to. He sowed. Well, apples produce, oranges produce, concrete produces, Concrete. concrete jobs. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's all like produces like. You see what I'm saying? So whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. So what do you want to reap? You, uh, okay, how many want friends? Show yourself friendly. Come on, you want friends? You show yourself friendly. Go to school and be friendly. Go there tomorrow and just make friends with somebody Nice. And you be friendly. Next thing you know, you'll make friends. Everything you want. Sow some kindness. How many want some kindness? Amen. So just like any, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he. Reap. You're going to reap it, so you better sow it. It's a law. You can't outdo God. Guess what? Be kind, you'll get kindness. Give this. Be generous, you'll be generous. So get this. But are you seeing what I'm saying here with this stuff? Yes. This is what I'm saying. I'm not just giving you experience. I'm giving you the word. Look what it says here in Amplified. He who observeth the wind and waits for all conditions to be favorable will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not what? Reap. Reap. Farmers, NLT, you don't have to go there. Let me read these. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. People who continually look at negative conditions become discouraged and will fail to sow and reap. Galatians 6, 9 message. You don't have to turn all this. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we'll harvest a good crop if we don't give up and quit. Glory to God. Amen. You know that. Successful harvesters are the tithers. I want, I want to give you this one. I want to give you this one thing before we go, because this is important. Look at Proverbs. Here, here's a big thing too. Um, let me give you this one. Let me give you this because it's better. Go to. Let me give you this and I'll wrap this up. Exodus 16, 14. You guys doing all right? You got like a couple more scriptures I'll let you go? Just because I'm going over. Okay. Let's go to Exodus 16, verse four. God starts explaining the system, okay, of how he did it in the Old Testament. And then we could kind of see a picture of it. And then I'm gonna bounce around a little bit and you're gonna see it, okay? Our tithing and sowing qualifies us to be led to the harvest. Did you get that? So your tithing and your seed sowing qualifies you to be led to harvest. So now you're gonna start expecting the harvest because I did my part, God will do his part, and then you come back and do your part again. Does that make sense? So I sow, God increases, and I reap. Did you get that? So now you're you're reaping. So I don't know, go buy a business, go do whatever, go start one, go, I don't know, wherever you're, wherever you're feeling led, don't go off the rail, go slow. But what I'm telling you is you should be reaping. Well, why not you? You know, I, Evan will tell you, I got the kid, the one guy, he's probably watching. I said, I said, people are going to give you business because you're just in a business that older guys don't know what to do. So they're going to give it to a younger guy and you're going to wind up making a bunch of money you really don't deserve because it's just what's going to happen, happened. It just happens. Guys start looking, guys that, I'm telling you, man, people that have been doing business for a long time, when they get to a stage of the game, they want out. They don't want to be no more. Who do you think they're looking for? The next one up. You can walk into 50, 60 years of business, being at the right place at the right time, and harvest wealth that's been generated over 40 or 50 years, and all you did was reap what God laid up for you. Why not you? Right, you know, they might come and say, "I got this. Why, you worked at that thing for forty years; it's already established, and all I got to do is take the t- take the name tag off your door and put it on mine, and I'll give you a percentage of the action for the re- to, well, as long as you're breathing. Trust me, you'll get a check. Mm. But you're going to give me 40, 50 years, or you, what you've done, hard work, late, whatever. It is? Yeah, why not you? I'm telling you, man, it's it's got to come. But here's the thing: without this revelation, it's not going to come because we're waiting for God. Okay, God, do your thing. You're like it's going to fall out of the sky, like you know. Manna, no. Even though the manna fell out the sky, they still had to pick it up. Amen. They still had to gather it. Right. You understand know what I'm saying? It might He's going to bring it, but you got to gather it. Right. Mm-hmm. God's going to bring it, but you got to gather it, okay? Look what it says here. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread for heaven from you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day that I may prove them, what? What? They will walk in my in my law or no, And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Amen. Right? Now look at verse 16. Just slide on down. This is, and I'm gonna, yeah, we're gonna go see sixteen, yeah, 16, 16. You're doing good. I'm jumping all over the place. Okay? Watch this. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Gather of it every man according to his eating an Omer for every man, according to the number of your persons, take ye every man for them which are in his tents. He's saying "Why? He said, when the man that comes down, take as much as you want to eat. Wait a minute now. I, I thought this was going to come. To, no, no, take as much as you can. Come on, baby. Take as much as you can carry. You know what I'm saying? How many of you, if man that fell out the sky, are just going to take like a cracker? No, man. If money started falling out the sky, you ever see them shows like the money falls out and as much as you could grab, you can have? How many of you bricks of money started showing up? You just like a $100 bill. Man, you'd be shoving it down your pants, up your shirt. You'd be sticking it in your mouth. You wouldn't care, man. You'd be like money be flying all over. You'd be grabbing bricks, shoving them down your pants. Glory to God. Be stuffing everything I got. Why? Because praise be to God, it's harvest time. You understand what I'm saying? That's what he's saying. He said, "As much as you could take, take." Look what he said. And the children of Israel did so and gathered some more. It was up to them, man. Come on, you going as much as you could? What take. take? Take it. Why? You know. Then you get some winner. Well, you know, I don't need that much. No, no, I didn't tell you what you need. I'm gonna take so much I can be a blessing. Amen. I can be a blessing. So much. I just get, I got so many stacks. Take a stack. Amen. Just take it. I got so much stuff. Remember, you know what I always think about? Remember that time we went fishing? And I was thinking that stupid fishing trip. I went, we went fishing, man. And we were in New Jersey. And man, we slayed it. Amen. I was catching so much. Mark, we went all night long. Man, we rolled them down. We reeled them up three at a time. We rolled it down, we were catching Spanish mackerel, somewhere. Evan, there was so much fish. And we just filled up five-gallon drums of this fish, blue drum after blue drum after blue drum. We, yeah, as many as we could get out of the ocean, we all night long, we fished. Tony, it was, I was tired, I was exhausted. We get, the, we get back, we got these bags of fish under this bus on ice. I'm like, what am I gonna do with all this fish? I said, there's three of us at the house. I said, I got 900 pounds of fish, I think, down there. I don't know what I got. No, seriously, I had. did I not have bags full of fish? I had garbage bags full of fish. I said, bump it. We lived in an apartment. I started ringing doorbells, man. I got the guy in the front. He was Filipino. The whole family come. They took a bag. The other guy took a bag. This guy took a bag. The whole joint had fish. The whole box thing, right? (laughs) Right? And I always think of that trip because I was like, I was in there reeling it up. But I was like, hey, everybody want the harvest? You didn't stay up all night long and fish these things. I had a blast doing it. But guess what? You're going to eat good for the next week. I got so much fish over there. Take it home. Eat your fish. And I don't, I always think of that. Why? Because when, I, when you're in it, you're thinking like, man, but no, this ain't just about me having enough for me. I got to bring enough back for the whole village to get some. Next time you go, oh, I need to, here, here's 60 grand. Go do it. Oh, here. No, I ain't playing with you, man. Why not you? My buddy, Alec Clark, he went home to be with the Lord. That guy scared me. He, I said, Alec, he brought it up. I didn't bring it up. He helped Randy and Paul White build without walls. Gave him half a million bucks. He said, I remember check for half a million bucks. I said, whoa, whoa stop. We are drinking coffee. I said, wait a minute. I said, how much money did you get? He said, I gave him a half a million dollars to start the church. He goes, i want the board and all that stuff. I said, oh, really? What else did you do? He goes, oh, I, all those guys that you know, all those guys you like, Till Osborne, Dr. Osborne, needed 80 grand to finish a crusade. I wrote a check for 80 grand. Peter Youngren, Canadian evangelist, needed $65,000. I wrote him a $65,000 check to help him go. I wrote a I said, How much money do you think you gave away? He goes, I added it up one day. He goes, I think I gave away over six million bucks. I said, You gave away six million bucks? He goes, Probably, if not more. I said, Dude, what in heaven? He goes, I love to go to work. I'll never forget it. He said, I love to go to work and I love to make money. Amen. And he goes, Whenever these guys got a need, I just write a check. He goes, someone of them told me don't pay me back, but I don't care if they do or don't. I know what I'm doing. Scared me. Mm-hmm. Scared me. Because I said, what do you, because I have the ministry given. That's what I do. He mm-hmm. said, I love to go to work. You know, I tell you, I always tell you the story. You know, Tennessee Titan Stadium. You ever see those red lamps. They're the only place in the world got those red lamps. Nobody can do it in the country. He did it. He said, I'll get it done. He was making money, hand over for his. He got stories, to make your head spin. Walked in a, walked in a shop one time. Hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars of machinery. Millions of dollars of machinery. He said, I walked in there and God told me to give him like twelve five. I said, 12,000. Yeah, about 12,500. He says, it costs more to break the machines down than the money I had to give them. But that's what God told me to do. And they said, yes. I said, Are you out of your mind? I just followed it. And I started putting these, st- he just reaped it. That's what I got. I got twelve five. You want it? The guy said, Give it to us. He said, I didn't even have enough money to break the machines down. It cost 150 grand to break these things down to even get them on a flatbed to get them out of here. I said, what'd you do? He said, the Lord told me to sell one of them. So I sold one of the machines in the thing, took the proceeds from getting it, got to pay the crew to break it down. By the time I was done, it paid for everything. And I got, I said, you're, 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 like, a, you're like a space cadet. But the way you're talking to me is ex- making my mind explode. I don't even know how to think like this. I said, weren't you freaking out? He said, I cried when I went in the office. I said, what? Because when you start going to this other place of sowing, you go to this whole other place of reaping and the supernatural just breaks out and it doesn't make any sense to your natural mind because you're like, this is so crazy. You can't even make this stuff up. And he wasn't. And I understood what he was saying, that if you're going to sow at that level, you got to reap at that level, but you're going to have to chase some of this stuff down because it's waiting for you somewhere. You're gonna go on a walk in a room with a guy that's got millions of dollars of machines and tell him I'm gonna give you twelve thousand five hundred dollars, I'd be embarrassed out of my mind. Guess what? Stop being embarrassed, lose a little bit of yourself and do what God told you to do. You might not know what God's got waiting for you. Don't worry about being dignified, be supernatural. Okay? Okay, how much you got? 20 bucks. What do you wanna do? Right? You know, if God told you that, do it. Don't go getting all technical and think, oh, I'm embarrassed to come in here and say it. No, if that's what God tells you to do, do it. Amen. But that's why your relationship with God's important because i got to be able to hear because I don't want to walk in and miss something. Right. Yeah. But I don't have to be perfect, but i got to get at least close. Oh, yeah. But stop undoing it. Well, I don't want to go. Why not you? Why not now? Why not happen? Now look right here. Look what he says. We're done. Come on. Right? And he said what? Take ye every man what he wants for his tent, according to the number of your persons, right? He said, and they did so. Some took more and some took Last. less, 17. Whose who's option was that? Theirs. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You ever go somewhere and you tell someone, take it, take what you want. And they take three yeah. and they could have took 30. Right. Well, that's up to you. There's 50 on the table. Take what you want. Now they're saying, well, you know, what I don't want to be like, no, take it. If you need to take it. God laid it up. He got a table laid up for you, a storehouse of heaven. He's waiting for you to get it. Look right? And when they did, what? Meet it with an omer. He that gathered much had nothing over. And he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his e'en. They what? They gathered. Who's the gathering on? Us. Moses said, no let no man leave it until the morning. Hearken unto Moses. But some of them left it until the morning. And the bread had worms and stank. And Moses was wroth, wroth with them. Remember that? Because you had to eat it in the day. You couldn't hold it over. Don't think God's not going to show up with daily provision, man. Daily provision has already been provided. Come on. This is waiting for you every day, not just once in a while. Get enough to eat for the day and get even more to give away. Come on. Don't let it start sinking. They gathered it every morning according to what? 21. He's eating. And when it got too hot, It melted. Grab what you want. It's waiting for you. Amen. And it came to pass. Look at this. Look, 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 let me give you one more scripture I'm done. Psalms 104, 24. He gives. Everybody say, he gives. He gives. We, gather. We, gather. we gather. Look at this. So we're going to read Psalm 104, 24 through 28. And we'll never wrap it up. And we'll come back tomorrow. And we'll take an offering and all that stuff. Oh, Lord. You got that? Uh, Psalm 104, 24. Yeah, go. Oh, Lord, how manifold are thy works. In wisdom thou hast made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. What'd he say? The earth is full of thy riches. It's waiting for you, man. It's laid up, and it's for you. Now, even though the devil's running around trying to be the boss of it, you got authority over him. It's all yours. Cattle, silver, gold, it's all yours. It's in the earth. Precious resource, they're all yours. Everything's yours. Your daddy laid it up for you. Just reap it. Don't no, you just take it, man. Say, I want it. Take it, right? So is this great and wide sea, wherein are all things creeping to you, both small and great pieces. There go the ships, there is the Leviathan, who am play therein, yeah, whatever. These wait all upon thee, that thou mayest give them their meat in due season. Did you get that? What? Yes. Yes. Right. That thou givest them their gather, thou openest thy hand, and they are filled with good. Amen. He gives you your what? He gives you what you can gather. Yes. Yeah. You got to reap it. What have you been reaping? I didn't even know. I'm telling you, listen to me. I'm a pastor of the church. I didn't even know I was supposed to be reaping. I thought that was God's problem. I sow and sow and sow and sow and sow. How many sow and sow? And I'm waiting for God to do his thing. No, 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 no. He said, you got to go gather it. You got to go get it. So we're going to pray, God, lead me to the harvest now, man. It's somewhere. I'm telling you, listen, man. I got to be let. I got to have faith. Now, how many got faith for gathering now? How many got faith for harvesting now? How many got how many got faith to possess it? Amen. Now, Amen. how many how many how many you gonna live like this? I sowed. That's right. God, God growed. That's right. I reap. Yes. Where do I reap? Tomorrow you get up and go, look, where am I reaping? I'm finding it somewhere, right? Amen. I don't know what it is, I don't know where it is, but I know I'm a reaper. Amen. You're a reaper. Yep. You're a reaper. I'm reaping harvest. Why not you? Why not now? Why not? And then you got to go back. Now, next time you step into something, you might go back and say, I got seed in the ground. See what I'm saying? You might get an idea or something might come, or you might feel like, hey, I got seed in the ground. Amen. Why not me? Why not now? Amen. I'm a reaper. Do I got the green light? My reaping season is now. Let's go. Yeah. You understand know that? Right now. You got seed in the ground. And then, hey, if you're a little wishy on it, like, I don't know, plant some seed. Amen. And then you put a demand on it. You know? So some of you might be looking towards your future thinking like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't got no seed in the ground for something like that. Put some seed in the ground today. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Where do you want to go? So now you start, remember those principles I was teaching you? Yep. You want a car? Here we go. Now watch. Now this stuff's going to come in. You sow for that car. Yep. I thought this stuff was crazy. I wouldn't pay a car payment. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. You want a house? I ain't got no house. Then you make somebody's, and I'm not saying you can pay all of it. What do you want? Right. Whatsoever man sows, that shall he reap. Amen. Now you ain't running around buying houses. Now somebody can, but you know what I mean. Some people are looking like I can't spend no hundred fifty thousand dollars on no house. I don't got that kind of money to give nobody no house. You will one day, Amen. but you know what I'm saying. Right now, you just go. Okay, wait a minute. I can make somebody's house payment, right. or even I can say, Hey, look, this could this hundred dollars go towards your house payment, please. I can't really do I, you know, some of you got like 16, 3 grand, 4 grand I don't know what you pay for a month you know what I mean so when they freak out trying to pay your monthly nut they'd be like that's a lot of money for me so I can go hey Mark wait a minute go slow you got a note yeah I do I don't want to be intrusive sir but here can I give you a hundred dollars wherever you feel led and if you don't feel like whoever you find somebody yeah, you got to find good ground good. Amen. I ain't going to sow no cheapy stingy people right. Amen. you know what I'm saying Amen. so some of you say well I want, a, I want a boat well then you know what you do you go give somebody, you go, you go give Jerry some money. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm be, no. listen, like produces like. I got buddies, they want planes. I don't, I, whatever. They get all excited around here. They want to get one. I was like, you get it and fly it. I don't want to know nothing about it. I just want to sit in the back and drink Coke Zero and peanuts. <laughs> but that's your passion. So if that's your passion, right? Motorcycle, like produces like. If I wanted a bike, I'd go give him money. I'd go get his detailed. Right. I'd go do something that gets me towards where I want to go. I don't know how to ride. I'm just telling, I got, no, I got no, there's no thing in this thing. I'm trying to tell you how to do it. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. Rebe. Rebe. So I got to have seed in the ground. Now once I got seed in the ground, what do I do? I let it incubate. And then I'll know when. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have seed in the ground, I don't have confidence for some of these harvests. Right. See what I'm saying? That's good. So what do I do? I make sure I got seed in the ground, get agreement in your home, get seed in the ground. And then what do I do? man? then one day, it's gonna turn the corner and go, it's my time to ride. It's my turn to fly. It's my turn to buy. Amen. How you know? You'll know. But I got seed to the ground and then I'm being led to the Lord. You see what I'm saying? So go there, all right? So you get what I'm saying? And then you work these principles. But well, I sow, God grows, and I reap. Amen. I reap. So did you sow? If you're a sower, then you gotta you gotta start thinking, where's my next harvest? Amen. And then you start expecting. Now, when you got the faith switch turned on. Aren't you a better receiver? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're in a, you're a greater expector because my faith is in the right place. I'm expecting this. Well, I got seed in the ground. I'm supposed to happen for me. Yeah. Now I'm looking for it. Let's go. It, it changes your whole perspective on tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. yep. tomorrow you're gonna get up going, Where is it? Because <laughs> there's manna somewhere out here today, and I gotta go find it. Yeah. Yes. It's out there. Where is it? You might, I'm telling you, your relationship with God, you're gonna start being like, and you might say, well, you know, that's manipulative. You ain't telling nobody nothing. If God tells you to pick up the phone and call, you ain't asking nobody for nothing. If God tells you to go somewhere out of the ordinary and you just go, God ain't, you got ain't, You ain't saying nothing when you get there. you just trying to be led as best you can. You might walk into a right opportunity and walk out and go, I just got a job. Oh my God, I got a job out of this thing, man. I'm following God. I went to the coffee shop, thought I was getting a latte instead I got loaded. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just chilling all day long with God. Like, hey, drive in you might drop in, and next thing you know, boom, something just clicks. I don't know how, I don't know when, but you got faith for this next level stuff because why? I'm a reaper, I'm walking around reaping. I'm reaping, it's my reaping season. I'm reaping, I'm reaping. My heart. But don't you do this, don't you look at the wind and stop looking at the clouds? Well, I'm not gonna sow because it's not optimal, so anyway, okay? You're doing. This, you already got this done. That's why you're here for crying out loud. You wouldn't come to this if you weren't already here. So just keep doing what you're doing. But how about this one? Don't look at the clouds. Well, bad economy. Be quiet. Stop looking at the clouds, man. Oh, it's not that season because, you know, interest or, oh, this, that, and the other thing, or my job is unstable, or the economy's is. stop it. God don't live on none of that mess. God lives on seed time and harvest. You think he cares what's going on at Dow Jones? Right. You don't care about none of that. Come on, why not you? Why not now? Stop talking yourself out of it. Don't do nothing in haste. Don't do nothing in wild. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. Get some seed in the ground. Get moving forward. And let's start being the reapers, God called us to be. Amen? First the ear, then the blade in the ear, then the full corner. And they said, go get your sickle. Sickle time, amen? Come on, praise the Lord. We got four ways to give. There's no special giving here. You just be led to the Lord for this conference. You know what I mean? And, and you guys are always faithful to do your part. I think like there's eight grand in the Palm Coast thing. I just wanted to update you guys. That's really, really good. That's awesome. I'm going to tell them again on Sunday. Yeah, we've just been taking that stuff like that. But this is your, if this is your tithe or this is your offering, the ushers are going to come. There's four powerful ways for you to give. I want you to keep doing this and I want you to start implementing this daily. Okay? Okay? Yeah, if you're all there, you see it on the screen. But I want you guys to remember, we claim what we need, right? You guys have been claiming it, right? That's part of the reaping. And then what do you do? You bind the devil. Now, every day, you're not going to claim every day. You could for your daily needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might get up, oh, God, I need this. You claim what you need, but I want you binding the devil every day. You get up, I bind you, devil. Get your hands off my stuff. Take your hands off my money. Take your hands off my stuff. And I want you loosing these angels every day. Start becoming disciplined to loose the angels. They're wasting time in heaven flying around. I don't know what they do up there. But uh, they walk, fly around in heaven banging in the walls or something. I don't know, but put them to work. Go get my stuff. Go get my stuff. Remind them every day. And that's why you got to be obedient. Don't get no strife because you need your angels to work. You got to stay close to the work. Say, go get my stuff. Bring it to me now. Gifts, surprises, raises, increases, all that stuff. Get it all. Jobs and better jobs. Come on. Every day out of your mouth. Make the phone ring. You know what I'm saying? Put them angels to work. Angels, go get my stuff. Bring it to me now. So you claim what you need when you give, right? You're claiming it. That's your, that's your right. That's your authority. I claim it right now. Claiming $40,000, $50,000, $60,000. Get out of debt. Needs are met. Whatever. I don't know. $500, 50 bucks. I don't know. Wherever you're at. And this is you. After you claim it, you claim it. Claim it. Then what do you do? You bind the devil. I bind you, man. He's the only one trying to screw up your finances. I bind you, devil. I break your power. I take authority over you. Unless you're stronger than he shows up and binds him, he mess with your money. I bind you in Jesus' name. And then what do we do? Loose angels of heaven. You guys watching right now? Claim what you need. Claim what you need. Claim it. Yeah, claim it. Claim it. Claim it right now. Claiming what I need right now by faith. Tell him five thousand, ten, whatever. He's claim it right now. And then say this. Everybody say this out loud. Say, devil, I bind you. I break your power. I take authority over you now, I take over you now. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' mighty name. Take your hands off my money. Take your hands off my, hands off my stuff off my and everything soul. you stole from me, everything you, you got to pay back seven times, seven, times. seven. seven. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, angels, angels, say it out loud. Say, angels, angels go, get my stuff. go get my stuff. Bring it to me now. It to I now. I loose you now. Go get my money. Go, my go money. bring my increase. And go bring my Thank you, Father, for gifts and surprises, jobs and better jobs, raises and increases, finding money, supernatural increase, supernatural ability coming on me right now. Thank you, Father, for increase and wealth and transfer wealth coming to me now in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all going to serve you. Hey, Oma's got the book. You want to bring it to me? Please. Thanks, Oma. You're the best. We got a couple more. He's, Lauren, we got to do this over. We could do it better. I don't don't like, we'll change the cover. That'd be cool. The war on lack book. She said we got 40 of them, right? Is there like 40? I'll give it to you tonight if you want it. If you don't have it, get it. So go see Oma in the bookstore. I'll give it to you. I don't know. We did this a long time ago, but it's kind of cool. It's got some really good stuff in there. It talks about you. There are nine weapons to help you combat the areas of lack in your life. It's really good. Number one, you got to abide in the word. Abide in the word, use your authority, cast down doubts, in, importance about your giving. It's all good. Use your prophetic voice, the battle's over, watch for the windows of heaven. So there's nine weapons against lack. So I'll give it to you. So if you don't have it, go in the bookstore or see Oma and get it, okay? Amen. It's free. You know, what, what do they say? It, 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 um, oh, if it's free, if it's free, like everything we give you is f- pretty much free. The internet stuff. Or you can watch everything online. You don't really have to ever buy product. So, But I'm giving you this for free. So here's the thing. If, if, if there's no cost, there's no excuse. Amen. Amen. You got it? So don't make excuses. You know what I mean? Don't be lazy. If there's no cost, no excuse. And if you guys are watching online and you want it, if we got any left, I'll give it to you. I don't know how many people are here but t- by tonight. If anybody wants it online... I don't know, text them. I don't know. How do they, How can they do that? Go and tell the ministry? Tell the webcast and somebody will figure it out. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Why don't you guys stand up on your feet? Come on. We're going to pray for you. Let you go. And then we're going we, you, if to, you, if some of you want to hang out, you know, we're hanging out a little bit. All right. So here's the deal. Father, I just thank you right now. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, I just thank you right now for the increase coming upon their life. I thank you for supernatural mm-hmm. blessings coming upon the people. I thank you, Lord, for leading them, guiding them, and helping them. And let this be the next greatest season of their financial increase like never before. Father, we sow, you increase, you grow it, and we reap. We're the reaper. Thank you for the sowing and the reaping is on our side. Lead us, guide us, and help us, and let us reap the harvest of heaven. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. God bless you. Dismissed. Don't forget, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, we're going to come back and be with you one more night. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.